In Simon, Tufrish Tzadi Hay, Siv Base, Shochnarach says, Chayvinish Lubasumi Bukuraya Ad Deloyada Bain Araham Nabarach Mordechai. That a person has to be Besumi on Purim until they don't know the difference between Araham and Baruch Mordechai. The Yesh Omrim says the Ramah, the Yesh Omrim de Ain Sarachal Heshtaker Kolkach, that you don't have to get that drunk. But to drink more than he's used to. The yoshin and sleep. And through person's sleep, they don't know the difference between Araham and Baruch Mordechai. In the, in the world of halacha, so there are some halachas that have a large variety of minhagim. Karpas, you know, everybody has their own minig as far as what they use for karpas and their different hugim as to how many hours to wait between Basra and Cholov. And there are, even like in Halacha, there are options in Mara. There, there are five different options of what Mara could be. Uh, is it chrein? Is it lettuce? The range of what one has to do on Purim, like the difference between sleeping and Getting shikar at the loyada bin Arahadam and the Baruch Mordechai, almost there, right? So the range is is, is it, I mean it's it's enormous. It's 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 almost as if there are like two sets of personalities who decided, like you know, like when this halacha was formed, and one was like, I can't get drunk, so therefore it's just going to be sleeping, and the other one was like, no, let's, and it, it it's. And it really breaks down, like, you know, when you're in the yeshiva world, like, it breaks down, there are certain personalities that do the sleeping thing, and there are certain personalities that do the, the drinking thing. But how could it be that the same halacha is accomplished in two completely, almost opposite, different ways? One is just, you know, you just have this picture, you know, someone very calmly drinking a little sip of wine and going to lie down, you imagine that whoever's doing the sleeping thing, the Yoser Milimudo is going to be like, you know, four ounces of grape juice instead of three. That's, you know, that's what we're talking about. And the, 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 the Shaker guy, so that's the Shaker. So it's such a, it's a totally different Suras Hayom. The whole Purim is like a different type of Purim. The whole person is a different type of person. And yet, both of these halachas come out of the same exact piece of information in the Gemara, same words, and there are these two pshatim that create two different Purims. What's the Tzad Hashem Like, how do, we, how do we link the two and consider the two things to be like, okay, these are two sides of the same coin. It seems like they're completely opposite coins made up by, you know, different types of, uh, types of people, different types of personalities. It's also very, very strange and hard to understand is the idea here is that it's, it's, uh, you, you should be in the Ramah, uh, according to the Ramah, it says, Yishda Yosu Milimudo, the Yashin. person that, that, that the, sort of like the, the Misa Mitzvah is sleeping. Now, on Pesach, the Shulchan Aruch talks about sleeping also. It says that a person is supposed to be Misaper Betis and Sarim Kololayla, Achechat Fenu Shena, until sleep grabs the person. There's nothing left they can do. And a person is an oinus. Oinus, Rahman, a person, they, they, they have no control over themselves anymore. They fall asleep. And since they're sleeping, so mamela, they're putter from 
they're, they're, they don't have to, to, to be misap or be tiyasmishrayim, because they're asleep. So it's not that sleeping is, is a mitzvah, sleeping is the tour from the mitzvah. Even on Sukkot, there's, there's a shaila about whether or not um, a person is allowed to go. This is the way it's, it's brought down in Shmuel Kamenetsky's Halacha Sefer. Is a person allowed to go to a drasha if you're pretty sure that you're going to fall asleep? Because, you know, you're going to fall asleep, so you're putting yourself into a matzah, you're putting yourself into a situation where you can end up sleeping outside of a sukkah. So, are you allowed to do that? So, Shmuel says, the way he explains it is, that the, the, the idea is that the act of going to sleep, it's not that sleeping in a sukkah is the mitzvah. It's going to sleep. It's the act of getting yourself ready for bed and, and hitting imuchun mazum and to go to sleep. That's something that you're supposed to do in a sukkah. But not that, like, you know, sleeping wherever you are, all of a sudden you're doing a maisa. It's, it's the going to sleep that's the maisa mitzvah. And that's why if a person falls asleep outside of the sukkah, you have to wake them up and get them back into the sukkah. It's sleeping in the sukkah. It's going to sleep in the sukkah at the time that you hide in the sukkah. That's the mitzvah. But over here, the way that you're makayim the mitzvah on Purim is sleep. Because the way he says it is, the yashen, sleep, umitoch sheyashen inyodei ben araham labarach mordechai. In your sleep, then you don't know. So it's chayiv yada. How do you accomplish that? By going to sleep, now you've hit that matzah. There are those that say that, like, that, that, that this is brought up from Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, beshame him, that, like, there's a patur, that sleeping, that you're supposed to drink until you, or in, until you fall asleep, and then you're papa from, from drinking anymore. Okay, yeah, that's, but the, 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 according to the um, sleep purists, um, you just go to sleep, and when you go to sleep, then you are, then you accomplish your, your Araham and Baruch Mordechai. So it's, it's not just that the sleep, the sleep is a Maisa Mitzvah. When do we ever see that sleep is something that you're supposed to do, that you have to do, that it's something that, that is, that, that the kiyum of how you accomplish something is by going to sleep, which when, with everything else, that is the, Situation where you're putter for mitzvahs, where you're a complete onus for mitzvahs, and all of a sudden that's the way you accomplish the mitzvah in this situation. When we think about the concept of sleeping, so there are two angles in, in Chazal, there are two angles of how we can look at sleep. One angle is, is negative. Sleep is Echad uh, Mishishim of Maves, it's a 60th of death. Sleep, when you go to sleep, you wake up, you have a ruach ra on you. A person sort of loses part of the tzalem alukim. The neshama leaves their body. And there's ruach ra, yadayim askoniyos, a person is not a bar seichel, they can't control what they do. Sleep is, is not, it's, it's not a great, um, it's, there, there's, there's a loss of who you are when a person is sleeping. The first time, now the, the medrash says, and, it's a big side that's used in by, more by the Baal Machshava, but really it's found in Medrash. Medrash says that you can always see like the yesod of something. The, the, if, if you want to know the essence of what something is, look at the first time that it's mentioned in the Torah. First time something's mentioned in the Torah, so that is, I think it has to do with the letter Samach only comes about um, when, when Isha is created. And the Samach is connected to Satan. I oh, don't say that. Um, the, 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 so the first time that something comes up, that is how you know like, what the essence of something is. The first time sleep hits Adam Harishan, we're told about it, is when Isha is created, is, is when a woman is created. 
which is an is a, that's a positive thing, by the way. And that's, uh, that's, that's the Ezekinegdo moment, where this something new and better for him, his match is finally created. So we see that in a, in, when it comes to the, the creation, uh, uh, the, the initial creation of woman, which is a positive thing, that is where sleep happens in the Torah. So there's a positive angle to it. So what exactly is sleep all about that it has these, this kind of stira in it? Is it good, is it bad? There's a Pasuk in Tehillim in Kapitel Samoth Gimel, Pasuk Zayin. It says, Im al If I remember you on my, on my bed, Ba'ashmuros egebach. Then at the crack of dawn, Ba'ashmuros, at the crack of dawn, I will start being, uh, you know, meditating, thinking about working on you. So we're presented with kind of a picture. So if I think about, I'm talking about Gavra Mal, thinking about Hashem, if I think about you when, I, when I'm sleeping, so then that means that in the morning, I'm going to work on you. I'm good. So there's zikaron, memory is something that's associated with being in bed and, and nighttime. And working on thinking, yeah, yeah, right, that, that, that aspect of, of what a human being does, that's something that happens at the crack of dawn. That's something that happens during the day. During the daytime, a person rules over themselves with their mind. You're in charge of your mind. And a person can decide what to think about, how to think about that thing. A person can rule and control one's memories. If someone, uh, there are certain memories that, that are very important to us, they're very dear to us, and therefore they're at the forefront of our minds. And then there are other ones that we are probably not so good or just unimportant. And we send them to the back of our minds. So, yes, you, you will remember who the Masada Kedushin at your chasna was. But at your, you know, your, your weird cousin Al's uh, chasna, you're not going to remember who the Masada Kedushin was. It's not important. So you were there, you saw it. But it's certainly not at the, the forefront of a person's mind. And we are the ones who control what goes where in our minds. A person who has terrible memories person who's never gone through tsaros, and they have terrible memories. So during the day, a person can suppress those memories. A person can make themselves so busy and they can uh, involve themselves so much in certain things that they don't have those memories at the forefront of their mind. But when it comes to sleep, when it's time to go to sleep, then those memories come back and they can haunt a person. The seichel that controls the mind isn't there at night. And then your zikaron, your memory, kind of just runs on its own. A person has in their mind everything that they've gone through, all the events of their lives that have made some sort of imprint. They are in that memory. And as much as a person can logically decide, this is what I want to remember, this is what is not important to remember, and therefore we forget it. At night, when we're sleeping, we're not in control, and that's why people can have terrible nightmares, terrible, to, to people who have been through a Nebuchadnezzar, 
and uh, people who, have, who never went through the camps. So they talk about it. I remember somebody recently telling me how, uh, somebody was telling me about their father who was a survivor, how, I don't know, 60 years later, still crying out in the middle of the night from memories of, of, of what was going on in the camps. Because there's an uncontrolled part of a person's mind that comes out at night. So the Pusik is saying that while during the day I have the ability to remember Hashem, but I also have the ability to forget Hashem, at night the memory of Hashem can come in front of me and come alive. So as much as I may try to suppress my relationship with Hashem during the day, at night it, will, it can always come back to a person. And when I wake up in the morning, I've got to deal with that. Because now Hashem has re-entered the forefront of my mind. Zichronos, or memories, are not only just events that happen to a person. They're things that are part of a person. So a lot of times they're events that are in the person's past that remain latently there. But zichronos can also be kochos a person has, latent abilities that a person has, that once upon a time were the abilities that a person could have actualized, perhaps you, a person never tried or didn't, and they've just become these latent kochos all the way in the back of a person's uh, you know, toolbox of abilities. At night, those kinds of things can come forward and they can also start to rear themselves at that time. Nighttime has a positive and a negative we mentioned. The negative is that a person's not a bardas. A person's not a balseichel. They're not in control of, uh, they're not in control of who they are and what they do. But the positive of it is that there are times when we have co-hosts that we're not in touch with, that we're not that, that, again, we've cast to the very back of our uh, memory banks that we may have had the ability to do something. And at night, those kochos can start to, you know, formulate in our minds and come to the forefront and allow us to start being able to deal with them. That's also part of what the Pasuk is saying. So, example, the first time a man went to sleep, so it's interesting, it's defined as an afila, it's defined as a, as a falling, that it was nafal uh, tardema, that there was a that there was a sleep that fell onto man, and it's looked at. Chazal look at it as, as a nefila, as a falling down, and the person was not man was not in control. But what came out of him that isha kimi ishlu kachazos? Look, this is what I took out of you. What was that? It was the thing that was the ezer Konegda. It was the thing that was going to be able to be the hashlam of the person. The thing that's going to be able to bring the shlemus of a person out, that's what came out, but it only was able to come out because of that falling asleep. He went to sleep, and those late, that latent koach that he had within him was pulled out of him by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In that case, it was really brought into real actualization for him. And now he had his Ezer Konegda. The Pasuk says, there's a Pasuk in, in um, Shira Shirin that says, Ani Yeshena Velibi Er that I'm sleeping and my heart is awake. And the Medrash goes through like a, a bunch of different things about 
we're yeshena from this, and we're, we're, we're sleeping from this, and we're awake with this. We're sleeping, you know, we're sleeping from Torah, but we're awake with Kamilas Hasadim. And we're sleeping from the base of Mikdash, but we're awake because we have the base of Medrash and base of Nezis. At the end it says that we are asleep from any hope of Geula, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu is awake to be Goelos. So, and and it, it doesn't, the, that, that part of the Medrash doesn't fit like the whole pattern because everything's talking about us, not about we're sleeping, Hashem's awake. And Mufarshim say that what it means is, is that with, I'm asleep from the Geula, I'm asleep from having any hope of being able to, to change or make things better. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu being awake, it doesn't mean the HaKadosh Baruch Hu that's, you know, so the Kaviyach external to me, but that, that piece of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Neshama that's in me, that's awake in order to, to, to bring us to the Geula. So, Ani Yeshena, even though I'm sleeping, my cognitive self is sleeping when I have, when I have my seichel in order, but Libi Air, that Neshama deep down inside me, that's awake, and that, that can come out even when I'm sleeping. Purim, we mentioned, um, mentioned actually at a time of Shena, uh, Purim is a time, I, I mentioned in, in one of the drushas, is a time where it says, Yeshno am echad. And the Gemara says, Yeshno, that they were Yeshenim in a mitzvah. That Klal Yisrael was, was sleeping. That they were asleep from the mitzvahs. The Shir Shalyom, according to the Vilna Goyim, and the, the, the Chazal having to do with, the, with this Kapitel Tehulim of Lam Natsech Alayelas HaShachar, where we have Esther saying, Keli Keli Lama Zavtani, that Kapitel which the Vilna Goyim says is all about the story of Purim. So it's Lam Natsech Alayelas HaShachar. It's talking about the darkest part of night, which is right before the dawn. Purim is a time that was a very, very dark time for the Jewish people. It was a time in which they were totally farshlufen. They were totally asleep. Now, at the time that they were asleep, so on the one hand, their cognitive selves were, had totally blown everything. I mean, they went to the Suzach They were over at bang down to Haman. They had, they, they had fallen. The, the, the Golas had taken its toll. And... There was nothing that could, they, they weren't doing anything. The Gemara Megillah and Dafyu Test talks about what is the main part of the Megillah. And so this is one Magda Amr says that it's the, you know, it starts with, with, uh, with Mordechai Yehudi, right? You know, right? Because, and it says, Takvashah Mordechai, the story of Mordechai, that's the story of, of, of Purim. And another one says, no, it's the story of Vahibi Mechashverosh, it's the story of Achashverosh. And then another one says that it's the story of Haman. So as soon as Haman appears on the scene, that's it. And then there's a fourth Mandarma that says, it's Takvo Shalnes. It's the, 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 the main part of the Megillah is when the Nes happens. When's that? Belaylahu Nada Doshnas HaMelech. It's a pelt because Belaylahu, I mean, that story, it's like it's a cute part of, of the whole you know, Megillah that he was sleeping and Haman showed up and you know, he, got, you know, he said, Oh, what would you do with the man who the king wishes to honor? No, he thinks it's him. It's, it's Mordechai. Okay, that's cute. But like, it's, it's not the main part of the nace. That's not where everything happened. Balaylahu nadadashnasemelech, on a deep level. Right? It's talking about this is when the tables turned. Balaylahu nadadashnasemelech, and what did he say? To bring the Sefer Hazachronos. In the heat, in the, in the depth of the night, in the Yalasa Shachar, of that time of Purim, when things were really, really dark, 
and the seichel of Klal Yisrael, Klal Yisrael in their decision-making abilities, had done everything wrong. They were lost. But in their sleep, the Sefer has a chronos, there's a karun, their inner, that inner HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the melech inside them, was nadada. It started, it became aroused, and it couldn't sleep. That's the point in which the tide started to turn. When Klal Yisrael began to wake up, and they began to realize that there's something inside them that's calling out, that's it's not, it's not, it's not sleeping well, because there's some Sefer HaZachronos, there's some sort of latent thing that's inside them, that's not being satisfied, that still, still wants something, it's not letting them sleep. That's when the whole story of, of, of Purim stopped, started to turn. Purim, it falls out, it's, 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 not, it's not ironic, that it's right before the Chag Ha'aviv, right before the spring, right, the deepest part of the winter, apparently, it's been snowing at least 20 hours right now. So, in, the, in the, the deepest part of the winter, when the world is asleep, that's when Purim happens, because it's at this moment that things start to wake up. Things start to, in, even, and within us too, there's the ability for that inner something to start waking up, feeling like things aren't what they should be, and realizing that there's something more within that has to come out. On Purim, the way we celebrate, what we do, the Avodas Hayom on Purim, is a suppression of Seichel, so that one's deepest Zechronos, one's deepest Kochos, can start to stir and come out. Now, there are two ways that one can suppress their Seichel. There's one in which a person goes, there's Sheno Mamish, there's real sleep, that's one way in which we suppress our seichel. Our seichel is not active. And now it's time for whatever happens, the zechronos start to come out, whether we like it or not. It's not up to us. The other way is well, when a person becomes shikr enough that they don't know between, you know, Baruch Mordechai Arahaman, if they don't know the difference. So again, that's a person whose seichel has been completely suspended. No seichel, the seichel is not in action. And that's a time where, again, Awake, those zechronos could come out. You know, I had a Rebbe that used to always, uh, used to always, he had a big yesod about Purim. He said that, um, this is not for the sleeping guys, this is for the other guys. He said that, don't tell people, don't talk to other people about what, like, what you did on Purim. Like, you know, there's always like the guy who's like a big bum in yeshiva. And then, like, he's sitting in the corner crying that, like, why didn't I learn more? Like, and everybody's just, like, laughing at the guy. Because why don't you learn more? Because you're never here. I don't, you know, like, you're asleep. So, but it, he said that don't talk about it. Because when you talk about it, you just turn the whole thing into a joke. Because what really happened at that time was, is that there was an inner something that's real. That, that it was very, very latent inside the person. And it came out. And now it's for that person to deal with. The Pasuk says that I'm going to have these thoughts of HaKadosh Baruch if I remember you on my bed. So, what, meaning, if I remember you, if I have this zikaron of you, when my seichel is suspended, when my seichel is off, well then, in the morning, I have to be Then I have to, I have to deal with that. 
So don't turn it into a joke. Don't make it into this funny thing and with, a, with a funny video. It's, this is something real that came out of the person. So in a certain way, I, I really think that in a certain way that getting, you know, getting shikr is almost cheating because you're awake and then it's kind of easier for all these things to come out and for you to kind of remember what they are. And when a person's sleeping, but a person, the, the point is, in the, the way the Ramah says it, and he's quoting my real, is that when a person's sleeping, that is when, it doesn't say v'yashen and then your pater, it says v'yashen, and then at that point, his lesson is that when, when you go to sleep, second, it says, umitoch she'yashen, inu yodea bin araham l'boroch mordechai. Now why, why is the Ramah telling us that? Why is he telling us, like, and since you're sleeping, you don't know the difference between Baruch Arham and Baruch Mordechai. So he's trying to be masbir, trying to explain to you, this is how you're mekayim the mitzvah. The kiyam of the mitzvah is, seichel suspended. Not your putter from drinking. Oh, you drink until here, you're putter. not saying that. He's saying, you're, you, when you go to sleep, now you have a seichel suspended time, and memela, the part that you can't control, and the part that hopefully you'll be able to grab onto is that the, those, those inner kochos that have this ability on Purim to come forth and to, to pour out of a person, hopefully that's what's going to happen. So, and, and the Araham and Baruch Mordechai was like, whoa, you know, what's so hard to tell? The, the, the idea is that the most easy thing for our Seichel to comprehend, yeah, you can't do that because Seichel is off. Seichel's off. Zichronos, kochos, that's what starts to come out, but that's what can come out. And hopefully they wake up in a way that now I'm going to be Agavacha. And it's no wonder that the Kabbalah Satorah, the real Kabbalah Satorah happened at this time. Because that potential had always been within us. The potential for us to be Makabal Torah without the Modor Rabbal or Isa, without the whole fact that, that we were forced into it. This is something that really came from within us. That all of a sudden we realized, wait a second, we're not just doing this because we were forced into it or because we were convinced into it. We're doing this because we love it. We want it. This is... This is this is, what it, this is where it's at. And that's a real realization that came out from within us, something we didn't even realize we had within us. And that's when that Kabbalah Satara took place. I heard a nice part that, you know, there are two nights that happen within a month of each other. One is Purim, and the other is Pesach. On Pesach, it's that we try to take, it, it says that, that, that the Laila is Yor Kiyom, that we turn the night into day. Because... The whole Pesach night, the whole Seder night, we're we want to be cognizant. We're supposed to be fully awake. That's ha taking place. That's a, that's, a, that's a night of daytime. That's a, a night in which it's shot. Purim is a time where it's a daytime that we, that we turn into a night. We're trying to turn it into a night. We're trying to make it into a time in which these zechronos, these kalchos can come out. This is the l'chari, the tzara shava that there is between the shechros and the, the shena, between the sleeping and the drinking, put it together, it's that, it's a suspension of seichel, and that's what we're trying to get to, so that, not just for the sake of it, but just so that, we can get these zechronos to come out of us. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
yeah, yeah. He says that, that the, the, the problem took place because of the wine, because of Sudas Achashverosh, and the Yeshua took place on a Mishta Yayin. So he says, wine. Right? He says, he goes like this, he goes, I can't do, I can't do the Yiddish well, but there's no, there's no Switzerland in the world. There's really no such thing as a Switzerland. Nothing is neutral. He said, everything is either good or bad. Wine was bad, and then it became good. And he said, in the Shama as well, there's nothing neutral. Everything is either going to be bad or good. So I'm saying it's part of the Mishdayayin. So if you're liberal, be a liberal. You don't need to drink You are saying it's parliamentary. No, yeah. Well, why do you have to drink? Just go to sleep. That makes sense. I mean, that's, that's, that's a different thing. Right, right. So it's not, 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 it's I do types of the Sumi. I know. It depends who you ask. It's just like one of those mixes that just like if there are shitas in the Rishonim already, they're all over the place. So the Sumi can either mean, some say it's a level dark, it's a, it's a darker lower than Shekha. So you don't have to get Shekha. Well, there's a sumi. Hi. So how can you do the sumi and not know between our other world more high to have all that sugar anyway? I'm thinking that I do or the niggin, the niggin and the bag, and you get mixed up. They all say that that's too much of a diagram. I looked up in the Jasper. I looked and I forget what he said, but it had nothing to do with being drunk. It's spicy. I don't know. No, he didn't he didn't say that. I I thought it had to do with being like, you know, fragrant. But um it, I forget what he said. But it, it, it was it was like a stretch that had anything to do with drinking at all. Well, well, he was struggling to do with partying. It was more like, you know... Right, you see, because... The, like the, being the issue really something, is, I don't know. The issue really is... Right. The issue really is that um, in the Gemara, so there are all these drinking stories. I mean, you got a guy beheaded because of drinking. So, obviously, whoever that was, Robert, 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 I mean, he was... He was gone, right? Right. So, and then the next year, he was going to drink again, and he said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not with you. Right, the one right there is like, I'm not, you know, I think I'm going to use it. So, that's where the Rishonim start to split off from each other. In other words, I think everybody agrees that originally the, the, it was the drink. And then they said that, that the reason the Gemara brings the story of the beheading is to tell us why the Chiv stopped being drinking. He started being sleeping. And then others say, well, since he was going to do it again the next year, so you see that they didn't suspend the drinking. You really allowed the drinking. And that's so those just two where, personalities again. Yeah. <laughs> how do you want to learn the book? So, <laughs> it's a, right. And how, why is the story there? And why is the story, like, you know, why point those stories? And yeah. That, that's, that's where we're going to start. When my Rabbi always said in the before, um, before, before, he was not Moshiva, he was one of our band, he was a um, the reason that uses the term Libasume 
is because if when a person drinks, it's going to be libisume, it's going to be verbosem, right? Then drink. If it's not going to be libisume, if it's going to be that ishtakure, then you shouldn't drink. Oh. There's good drunks that are bad drunks. Right. Right. That's right. I was upset by the guys with the yeshiva. The drunks with the drunks, the more different color they said. Right. Those are the good drugs. I mean, it may have been cool what they were saying, but they were like, you know, that that was their whole mindset. That was their whole mindset. Hi. Hey. 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 Hey.